0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's byt dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Living Your Life
1: with Leanne Lang. Special thanks to John Milkey from Blast Podcast for his work on the technical side of things as we continue to bring you the podcast from home. I miss actually driving to the studio and meeting my guests face to face and being in my sound booths and having the fancy equipment. Those days I know will one day return, so I'm keeping that in mind. Many of us lately, for a few months now, haven't been sitting in rush hour traffic and juggling work and errands, carpools, and extracurricular activities. Stress levels, aside from the fact that we're actually living through and coming out of a world pandemic, will likely start to set back in. And maybe we will find we return to the craziness, but maybe with a new perspective and focus. I know my focus and perfe- perspective on life changed a few years ago, leaving the world of television behind in search of personal growth and new challenges. My guest guest today experienced something pretty similar. Tracy Shepard was enjoying an incredibly successful 20 plus year career in the corporate world, mingling with celebrities, jetting off to new destinations, traveling, running the show and keeping up with every mover and shaker in her industry. And then her mission changed. It really slowed down. I mean, down to the point where breath, a simple breath, became her focus. Tracy created Meditation Works Mindstream, Canada's first mobile meditation studio with the mission of sharing the benefits of meditation with Canadians positively disrupting their day. Tracy's concept gained national exposure when she pulled up to a hospital driveway and her iconic Airstream bus during COVID and gave the staff a much needed reprieve from the craziness inside. This is a beautiful, wonderful story and it's just getting started. So really looking forward to catching up with Tracy. She is joining us from Toronto this morning. Uh, it's not even this morning at this point anyway. Uh, Tracy, great to have you joining us.
0: Thank you, Leanne. Thank you for having me.
1: So it was interesting because we have, we actually share a mutual friend and it was funny because as I was going through my life transformation, CA was very much like, oh my God, it sounds exactly like what Tracy's going through. And it was, it was nice to be able to hear that, you know, at 40 plus years of age, a person can re get re-energized and reinvent themselves and feel like uh, there's much more to life than even what they're leaving behind. And I think you, you went through something really similar to what I did.
0: Very much so. It was funny because she would mention a cottage uh, retreat that you all go to, and that you would uh, excuse yourself and go to the dock, and uh, it was different conversations because obviously I'm in Toronto now. I don't live across the street from her anymore. And what I would do for myself, and she, I would tell her stories about what I was thinking before I actually did make the decision to resign, which was a big decision, and she's like, you have to talk to Leanne. Like, she's like, you guys are colliding in your lives right now with, and it wasn't like a a small shift. It was a 180, like Mm
1: -hmm. to the point
0: where some people thought, is there something wrong? I said, no, actually something's really right that I'm doing this.
1: Okay. So for people who, who don't know the story, give us a bit of a background, because as I mentioned, like you were corporate world, you were on the go on the run, like your life was go, go.
0: It was, it was go, go. Sometimes it felt like 500 miles an hour. So I spent, uh, close to 24 years in beverage, alcohol, sports, and entertainment. Um, I essentially was working three time zones, sometimes Europe, traveling across Canada, North America, as well as globally. It was very exciting and sometimes uh, stressful. And it was one of those moments where, you know, when the World Health Organization issued uh, the checkpoints of burnout, I was a bit alarmed as the ones that I I checked because I'm typically a, um, type a personality and love to win competitively but it was one of those moments where you've got to check yourself and say okay what is this really working for me and my my wellness and I'd always had a, a wellness platform in my life however um I just wanted to actually do a game changing experience selfishly for myself because I was bringing brands to life and I wanted to do that for wellness. So it's all, I joked around and called it the rockstar experience for wellness. Um it's not there's no there's no bands playing when you come to meditation works, but it it's creating an aspirational experience for people to want to look after themselves.
1: So it's interesting because both of us and you know a lot of people and listeners know me but like even when I was working and getting up at 3:30 a.m. to host the morning show and working the day and then going to events I you was know, getting home at three. Yeah, yeah, We were like crossing each other in the street. The thing was, is that we both relied on our health and wellness. We both relied on our workouts and eating well and doing all of these things. And a lot of people were like, well, you were living so healthy. And I'm like, thank God I was living that healthy because it extended the amount of time I was mm-hmm. capable of doing it. But eventually it comes crashing, right? So for me, it was shingles. And for you, it was checking off a burnout checklist of, okay, I actually I'm, lost
0: I'm- vision in my right eye at one point, like it just I my back was throwing out. And it was all these aspects where I'm like, is it because I'm in my 40s? And, and it wasn't, it was because, you know, it's funny. And again, you know, um, the power of meditation and, and breath work, and when do you actually and stress and, how stress comes out and it's almost like it starts as a whisper and then it starts yelling and it demands you to listen. So.
1: So were you doing, cause I didn't come to meditation until a year and a half after my transformation when okay. I was in this trance. So I wasn't, I didn't know anything about meditation. In fact, I fought it. I fought yoga and meditation like no other. I was like, no, I need my hour at the gym. I go hard. I eat healthy. That's it. I don't have time for everything else. Like, you know, I'll take a bath. That's my self care. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would definitely tell people now having, done the meditation that that was probably the most critical of all the things that I hadn't yet incorporated and now I'm so grateful for it so for you though you had been meditating like when when for you did that practice start like when did you when did that interest you
0: it's funny it started I learned it which was but I admittedly didn't know what I was learning truth be told in high school there was a pretty forward-thinking um Gym teacher that taught us the body scan, and I can't remember what she would have called it back then. I have, a, am a sleepwalker. It's a lot of fun um, in stories, but not so fun as an adult. But I would do the body scan, and I remember her telling me, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping or sleep issues, try this out. But it's it was intermittent, and I'd say then in 2006ish, um, I started doing yoga, minimum three times a week, sometimes more, just because there was. I was living in transit for five years. I lived in Ottawa and worked in Toronto and traveled everywhere. So I would laugh when people would tell me they had a long drive to work. Mine was four hours. Um, But it was one of those things where going to yoga, same as you, I wanted the power yoga. And when it got to Shavasana, I'm like, get me out of here because I've got to get going. But it was funny because now having perspective and knowledge, it's my absolute favorite place uh, on the mat. And then, um, I'd say probably it's, i come and gone, um, my practice deepened probably all those years through. Um, I'm, I am can not say that I, I try to meditate every day, especially, you know, owning a meditation company, you think I would, but sometimes life gets in the way and you've got to be easy on yourself and, you know, consistency is the most important part, but it was, it's something where, you know. Eastern culture, they just know that something feels good. Western culture needs proof. You know if you feel good or not. Like you said, is that you're not your Fitbit isn't going to tell you you're feeling better after meditation. You feel it on the inside, and that's it's one of those things about actually listening to your body. So it's been a long journey, but I'd say, particularly over the past ten years, it's deepened, and in the past three to five, you know, ramped up because. You know, you mentioned Christy. She told me in August when I showed her a concept in New York, she's like, you've been talking about doing something like this since you're in your 20s. And it's like when you're in the 40s, it's like, when are you going to do it? That's like now or never. So I resigned in July and went all in. OK, so how was how is, how is uh, your reaction? Pandemic, obviously, yeah.
1: <laughs> how is the reaction from people when you're leaving, you know, uh, well-paying job? Uh you know it, there's so many different things that actually happened what was the what was the reaction from your friends and
0: colleagues it was a real mixed bag it was some uh, some people friends and family would say they didn't because like for you all the events that you were going to and hosting the people you're meeting for me it was same thing great access traveling all over but um, it's your job right and it was an exciting job I'm not, i i loved it and i'm very blessed but it was one of those things where when I made this decision, it it's been coming for years and it's something that I didn't talk to a lot of people about. So it, it was a bit alarming to several yeah. people because it, it was, it's not even remotely similar to what I was doing, other than the fact of bringing an experience to life. And some people thought there was something wrong. Um some people they didn't know that I meditated at the same time too. Would you get up and tell everybody that you went to the gym in the morning? No, it's something that you did for yourself. But what was amazing is that as I told people, especially I dealt with in a pretty male-dominated industry, it was amazing the number of people who I found out were meditating that were, I don't want to say closet meditators, but they weren't sharing that. And it was one of those things where i know of people that have had some serious stress in their lives and their physicians have actually said, you know, it's you need to do more for yourself. But because they, a colleague's particularly knowing my fast pace, my energy, my competitive edge. When they saw that I was doing this, I had a lot more curiosity, which was pretty interesting. Because they just said, you know, I don't know how to meditate, and I said, well, you know how to breathe. It's it's pretty it's that simple. And like, well, I don't know if I'm doing it right or wrong. I said, there's no real aspect of doing it right or wrong the fact that you're showing up is a big deal and just really simplifying it I just took a, actually a six-week course course with um, a gentleman by the name of Jeff Warren he's a content writer on calm really interesting fascinating guy and he has a, a project called the, tem- um, the do nothing project he talks about democratizing meditation and that's what I love because it not everyone can get away to a, I do a wellness retreat by myself every year. I go somewhere, but some people don't like Leanne, you have children, you're busy. People don't sometimes have the money, the time, the access. So that was where the idea came out of is that how do you make it easy and accessible and come to people because, and I put the pause button in the logo because some people see the word meditation, it makes them uncomfortable. They might be skeptical but people can relate to the fact of seeing a pause. They know that a pause is good for them in the day because you think, you know, since you're a little kid, it's like, oh, if something's big. Maybe slow down, take a breath, take a moment. And it's something that people can relate to. And I just wanted it to be really simple and relatable, really, for people like me who were going too fast.
1: I love the concept of the pause. Okay. Just, just in everything, right? Like sometimes it's like you're cooking and I'll put on a movie, but then if I just press pause, it's not like I'm stopping something. It's not like I'm investing it. It's just, it's just on pause. I can make a choice, right? right? It's hovering. It's there and it's allowing me to make a decision or to reflect on something. And then I can choose to stop or I can choose to press play. Right? So I really, I love that the pause is there. So before we get ahead of ourselves, so people kind of understand this, you leave, you leave this big job, is there already the concept of how you want it to work that you saw? Because it's not just that you you're, you didn't just open a meditation studio or mm-hmm. become a meditation teacher. That's not where you were going with this. You actually made this massive investment, yes, in 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 this vehicle, in this airstream, to be able to have a different. You've created a very different concept for something that's been in existence for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So, how did that concept come about?
0: Well, it was. As I said, there's been ideas brewing in my head. My, my poor partner hears them all the time. I'm like, what about this? What about this? But I was, past few years, I was looking at um, property uh, an hour north of Toronto to think, okay, how could it be? Because Muskoka is a commitment and a long drive. I thought about executives, like almost like a Soho club, but no alcohol. You check your phone like you check your coat. And if you want to go in color, you want to meditate, go for a swim, do something of self-care, but also... You know, for people that have children, they can still be home to pick them up, making it easy. But, you know, the financial investment on property on water north of the city is multi-millions of dollars, obviously. And um, I was looking at a nap room concept downtown. There was all these ideas. And when the light bulb actually went off um, like a siren, which was exciting, was I was on my way to Europe um, for another business trip last May and I was tripping down the stairs going to jump in my Uber. And I said, mobile meditation. And Matt looked at me. He's like, what? I said, never mind. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll talk to you about it later. So I think I was gone for a, about a week or so. And I started Googling mobile meditation Canada. And there was amazing brick and mortar studios. I know there's a beautiful one in Ottawa as well. And nothing came up. And then I ex- extended my search to the United States and there was, I've actually met with almost, I've flown and met or driven and met with almost all of the meditation, mobile meditation owners in the US. All of them have similar concept, but different way they deliver it. Um, there's two in New York, one in San Francisco, uh, Baltimore, um, Detroit. I actually took over the digital assets. Meditation Works was the first mobile meditation studio in the United States in Detroit. And though they were a family, of fall, uh, sorry um, mother son team, she's, um, uh, I think, 30 plus year nurse, which is pretty interesting. They're beautiful humans. And I just mess- I sent them a message I, through LinkedIn, I said, "You know, I'm, I love what you're doing." And I did that with every single owner in the US. And one by one, they literally messaged me right back. And I went and visited all of them. And so I did a fair bit of research. But also, too, in seeing the different concepts, um, it had to be authentic to me because certain things, like someone I was looking at actually purchasing a bus originally, and just that investment was a big deal. The meditation work studio in Detroit was like a roadie vehicle. Uh, I say that just because I worked for Molson Indy at one point, so I affiliate things to um, sports and entertainment, and it was one of those aspects where people were facing each other and something that's not comfortable for people, right? And I thought, how could I create something where I'd spent 17 years on the road in Air Canada Airplane. I know what it's like to be on the road. And I thought every time I've had the good fortune of being upgraded to business class, it's like you win the lottery in that day. And I just thought, how could I create that so people in their day could have that so the entire inside of the Meditation Works Mindstream uh, what I was in the midst of creating and building was like a private jet. And there was 10 private pods. It was so, it it will be, I shouldn't say it was, it will be uh, amazing when I can bring it to life and people are allowed to board. Um, I had the prototype chair built. We were about to start installing and building the interiors the week of March 15th. And obviously we know what happened that week. The world changed. So I stopped production on everything. The team has been, who's been helping me build this, has been amazing, but it's, the interiors are similar to a business class flight where you, you lean in, you sit down, you're comfortable. You put on like, that. obviously um, your viewers can't see what I'm looking at you right now, Leanne, but it's like noise canceling headphones and curated content and whether, and that's where the pause button came in is that maybe someone does just needs silence for 10 minutes. It's giving them the choice to take what they need in those moments in a space that's really comfortable, soothing, and beautiful. And that comes right to the doorstep. Um, so now we're, we've done it completely different considering the pandemic.
1: Okay. So, I mean, I love the concept. And yes, the pandemic will eventually cease. We will eventually be able to be more than six feet from, you know, less than six feet from each other and be able to be in confined spaces where you can have 10 business class seats that recline, Mm -hmm. that have all of this stuff available to you. So the mobile part was what? What was so integral about it being mobile?
0: Because it life is hard for people. Like, you you know, we talk about we've been as a, you know, globally, we've been been forced to pause. And I was looking at it where people can find a whole bunch of... Big, I have an elliptical machine in my basement, okay? There's no excuses why I don't go down. But some days I don't go down. And But I look at it where when I was meeting with um, corporations uh, in the GTA talking about the concept that it's for companies that actually genuinely care about workplace wellness, not just a nice thing that you check off on your... On your you know, your employee engagement survey once a year, you actually action and do something. Uh, It's the corporations I was meeting with, they wanted to do something for their people consistently and ongoing. And you just think about, if you wanna have rocks, uh, you know, um, great workout and you have to be consistent with your intention. Um, I was a long distance runner. I didn't wake up one morning and go, oh, I'm gonna run the New New York City Marathon. It took months and months and months of training. And that's the thing. It's, it's the same thing with meditation is that it's about consistency. It's about making it easy. So the aspect of it coming to you was corporations doing it for their employees. Um, So potentially a two hour window, having a wellness Wednesday where we would pull up to their doorstep, employees could, you know, check in. And again, I use a lot of airplane examples because I spent so much time. So I was developing actually an app with Centennial College um, that is also on pause where a link would go to um, the, the organizer at the company, would send out to the employees, and they could check in their time and pick their pod on the Mindstream um, in a two hour window or however long that, they, that we are going to be on site. But it was convenient. The big thing for me is that how could I make something convenient and all of the people, leaders, um, HR professionals, executives—I said, you know, would you give your employees 15 minutes for themselves? And not one of them said no. They're like, "Wow, that's really easy. It's very turnkey." And that's, you know, coming from an event background, it's about how to, simplicity is really important, and the fact that we are coming directly to the organization's doorstep—that's what people were were really happy to see. And it was because it was making it easy for them. We also, spaces at a premium, right? We didn't need to take over one of their boardrooms. We actually had the space. So, and it was also getting people out of their chairs, walking outside, grabbing a breath of fresh air and coming into a cool experience. And more than that, you know, sometimes if you're in marketing, you stick with your marketing people. If you're in sales or supply chain or procurement or HR. And I kind of looked at this as being a bit of a silo buster. So you've got people from, let's say, just because you're at ten o'clock and it's good for you, the fellow in HR might be there and finance. And it's it's a team builder as well because it's a shared experience. And as you know, Leanne, meditation is so powerful when you're in community. And but and I think even right now we really recognize that because people want to come together, but and it was doing something that was unique but good for them as well.
1: So you speak about that because I've looked at the footage, I saw the CTV, you know, news clips and the CBC and with it not being able to have these people come in and experience this like first class lounge of this air, you know, this airstream that you have, you decided to be able to take it still to them. And especially Mm -hmm. during COVID uh, where hospital staff, the nurses, doctors, anyone within the hospital unit could step out and still have an opportunity to go through this experience. So you quickly pivoted to be able to still bring the experience to everyone, especially in the healthcare, you know, industry. Uh, and it became almost like a a free for, not a free for all, but, uh, it it was almost became like a drive-in.
0: Yes. Well, it was one of those things where the gentleman from Palmer audio who has been helping me, um, literally with every, with every aspect of this, uh, like he's actually pulling the Airstream. Um, we have a pixelated board with a custom sign, uh, by the moment, uh, a good friend of mine, Orion Mounter, he and his team created that. And it's actually, it's, I used to, I worked at Molson course for 15 years and it's literally like I've been bringing the band back together again. It's all the people that I worked with that did ton of these fun experiences and, it was amazing. I said, you know, and they've actually donated their time and equipment. And that's one thing that is super powerful and humbling to me because I just said, you know, this stopped. But I said, but I have an idea. And um, Ryan from Palmer was talking about a driving experience with a client of his. And the idea for me to turn the experience inside out came from a conversation with him because I kept, I think, you know, when something happens that's shocking, um, you know, I, I resigned from a very successful career. I haven't got a paycheck since July, and it's not a pity party, I planned for that because I was planning to launch in April. And then to go, holy cow, how in the heck am I going to do this? And I've invested, it's all in my, I'm funding the whole thing, and it's like, I haven't come this far to stop. So I just thought, I own a library of guided meditation, I have a gorgeous Airstream, I have all these things, and it, And I just thought, it can't just sit there. So I contacted the president and CEO of Providence Healthcare Foundation. Um, She's also a friend. And I said, you know, what do you think about this? I would like to bring it outside. We did a site inspection. Um, Her team was amazing. They had one exit and one entrance out of the hospital. We had safe and social distancing. At that point, it was only five people gathering at a time. A company by the name of Motive Media worked with me. We We have custom safe and social stickers that we put out. And people come and they sit down, and we even had some healthcare workers that stayed for more than one session or sign up again. But it was like a drive-in meditation. He said everything was outside. We aired meditations every 15 minutes on on the 15s. And what was even more interesting was the long-term care patients inside, the hospital workers that couldn't come outside, they could tune in to our FM radio feed while we were there within a half kilometer proximity, which was, it was amazing. And, um, we're doing our seventh hospital tomorrow, which is, so we've had close to 250 people go through the experience, which is like, it's been, and you say, how does it feel? Like you talked about the feeling of it, Leanne, is that watching people's reaction, walk out with their shoulders up to their ears, stress for obvious reasons. I've had almost every session where we've had to actually go over and say, excuse me, it's because they finally settle into their seat and take time. And it's like there are different people jumping out of that seat because they actually have, you know, you know that you actually get more rested and rejuvenated after meditation. It doesn't make you, typically it doesn't make you sleepy unless you're already sleepy. I find it energizes me. I don't know about you
1: i you know what actually i tend to do mine late at night like i do mine when the ki- when the house is winding down so i almost do i use it as a kind of reflecting on the day um i know a lot of people will use it in the morning but i yeah. contrary to me getting up at 3 30 in the morning to host a morning show i'm not a morning person mm. so uh, getting up earlier to do that i was like no it, i okay. i don't so i do it actually later at night but it does it helps me kind of get into a you know a relaxed mode for the rest of the evening when you talk about the the employees coming out of the hospital to sit in for you know these sessions were some experiencing it for the first time I think when I would look at some of the footage and and the pictures that I saw I could tell who maybe was a meditator they had a different positioning over someone who (laughs) was probably there for the first time but was there any not pushback but like it was kind of like yeah okay I'll see what this is about and Mm -hmm. then you know and, and then what they sensed or what they got out of it
0: Absolutely. Well, I, so I've, tomorrow will be seven hospitals. I also did a private golf course just because I wanted, you know, proof of concept and just to see what was similar and what was different. So there were definitely newbies. There were definitely people that had never done it before, that like they'd never tried it. And, but they were curious. And that's why we're with the Airstream. It's amazing. People um, have such a love for the Airstream and our logo too. It's, it's happy. So, and we've, you know, knock on wood, caught the, the luck with weather because every session we've done, it's been a gorgeous sunny day and people coming outside. I think they're curious, but the consistent feedback is, I don't remember the last time I took 10 minutes because normally, you know, people have their notifications on their phone um, or they're habitually checking it um, or they're, you know, working or having something to do. It was interesting. We were at CAMH um, And there was a whole crew of construction workers all and all all basically kind of looking over at the airstream curiously so I walked over and I said you know we've got some space for you guys and oh no I couldn't do that and I said I said you know what it's only 10 minutes and they're like oh we could come for 10 minutes and afterwards they they I'd say probably three of the five of them they're like we've never done something like this and Every single time, same thing at the a golf course that we did, the fellows in the kitchen, they, you know, obviously that's uncomfortable because we did it on March 13th before golf courses opened. And it was one of those things where they were coming into close proximity and it's, um, it causes some anxiety, right? It's just, it's uncomfortable. And the fellows in the kitchen, they're like, you know, thank you so much. Um, I've been nervous coming in, but actually I feel It was really nice just to have a moment before we go back to work. And it's like what we just chatted a bit a while ago, Leanne is like, it's taking that moment. It's taking that breath because it sometimes settles things, you know, and when they're big or small, but yeah, the, the newbies were my fave.
1: Okay. So then this is where I'm coming at because you're going to have newbies and you're going to have experience when you talk Mm -hmm. about curating this library, you know, because people will have the choice when they sit into that, Mm -hmm. you know, beautiful first class seat eventually. Mm -hmm. what, what did you want as choices, as availability, as voices, as silence? You know, how did you want the library to build itself out?
0: Well, it's it's I've got I uh, have fortunately some companies um, before this all happened that we're going to be trialing because it's it's even myself. So I love yoga. However, there's certain low yoga classes I don't enjoy because sound is a pretty powerful thing. Sometimes you don't like the sound of a certain person's voice. Um, Sometimes your mood changes. So that's where the selection was obviously silence is silence. There was ambient music where if let's say you just wanted to have, you know, I'll use flute music or sounds of waves, you could be choiceful with that. There was male and female choices as well as themes. So some people, you know, the body scan um, in meditation I've heard time and time again where it's great if you need uh, a little more time and focus to, if you're having sleep issues, right? Um, or maybe there's a one minute meditation. So it was something that we were trialing um, right before the pandemic hit to getting um, feedback from people because, and that's why we had a selection because people, you know, they might start something and be like, you know what, I want to listen to ambient music, I just want to have a 10 minute mindful moment for myself or I want to be guided so that's why we put the choices in as well as with different voices and um, different instructors and guides because they resonate with different people I know even I love I'm biased I love all the voices um, and the meditation guides that we have however some days I feel like one over the other just because of where I'm at in my day
1: So I I say that too, and sometimes I'll sit down and and you kind of just figure out what kind of a meditation you feel like doing that Mm -hmm. day. But how would people then be able to start to realize that? Is this that you're working with companies that you would be back again? You know, it's almost like, I don't want to say this, but it's like, oh, well, that was a
0: tease. You know,
1: (laughs) they brought us in, I got a 15 minute taste and now what? Mm -hmm. Right. So how do you work with that?
0: Well, that's a great question. So that was exactly what we were in the midst of planning. So obviously May is mental health week in Canada and month in the US. However, there was several companies that wanted to bring us in every week in May and come in like whether it be mindful Monday, wellness Wednesday, but it's that consistency basis, right? So, um, the companies in the U S that I, you know, we formed a bit of a, a group, um, forum for all of us. And I, you know, they've been so helpful to me and encouraging, it's about consistency. So it's about companies that take workplace wellness seriously and their employees get to know that, let's say Wednesdays between 10 and 12, the Meditation Works Mindstream is going to be on site. And, and that's where we actually have, I have research from the U.S. Um, company on employee feedback, engagement, um, people that kept coming back, uh, what they were looking for. But the main thing was, is that it was something that employees looked, looked forward to and consistently participated, um, which was great. And then also what, you know, obviously with COVID, um, the mind stream inside we can't do, so we're doing the outside experience, but I launched last week a live virtual um, Zoom series. So it's uh, with different practitioners and we did um, a test and we've actually now have a couple of companies that want to do a six week proposal, um, which is great because this is a you know unprecedented times where all these people are working from home, but it's so important to have, you know, some education, some movement, but also some fun because life's been pretty heavy and intense. And when you're coming together, I want that to be consistent. Like right now, I can see you, Leanne. It'd be different if we're on the phone, but having a group experience with your team where you're coming together. And that's 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 kind of fun because we're just about look to go into that vertical. In tandem with the mainstream.
1: So you mentioned earlier that you took this this course with uh, one of the content creators at Calm. So people would if if you might have heard that Calm and gone oh, okay, I've seen that app. I've seen mm-hmm. the ads if you're on Instagram or anything. I mean, Calm mm-hmm. is one of those you know big apps. You've got Headspace, you've got Ten Percent Happier. You know, there's a number of different apps that are out there for meditation. Was this something that you had looked into that you enjoyed? How could you differentiate between what's currently available? I mean, for, and I don't mean to, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate here either, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's, This is an industry. I think even by just noticing that there are companies and businesses and apps, like people's mindsets are changing. It's it's becoming more accepted. This isn't so woo hoo anymore. It's almost like this is essential mm-hmm. for both your physical and mental health.
0: Yeah, no. I, and it's funny, like I, I personally use the Calm app I use the Headspace app, 10% happier. Um, Jeff Warren, who I mentioned, like his 30 day how to guide on Calm is amazing. And that's one of the things that uh, Jackie Corwin is the uh, founder of pause now in San Francisco. Um, that, you know, there are amazing apps, right? They're amazing. There's and what Calm and Headspace and all of them have done is wonderful. But one thing that I needed to do for myself is stay in my own lane. Like I am not an app and I am alive in person bringing experiences to life. And that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have something that, because if you're on your app, like I I rotate every day through what I listen to, whether I'm being guided or I do it by myself, but you're alone, right? And that's the thing As I look at what's happening consistent right now is there's a lot of people alone For the very first time, and that's what's you know I look at the hospital experience is people, and what I was doing before is that even in offices people might be going into their office building, but they might not talk to the fellow beside them in the next cubicle because they're both just so busy because that's just such a common um, word that I I personally used to use way too much because you can always step back and make a bit of time, but what's different about meditation works is that. We're live and in person and we're not an app because the apps, they're doing a great job with the apps, like Headspace, Calm, 10% Happier. I'm big fans, but that's not what we are. We have a common, you know, adoration for meditation, obviously. However, what Meditation Works Mindstreams is doing is that it's making it live for people in person in, you know, a pop-up space, if you can, or consistent when we can make that happen. But then our, live virtual is the same thing too. It's live coming to you, um, at your organization in community. That's the point of difference.
1: Okay. So I also, I'm, I'm cognizant. The people that listen to my podcast know, you know, it's health, it's wellness, it's thinking outside the box. It's, you know, naturopathic medicine and looking at what we're feeding ourselves. And it's not a, you know, like they have figured it out by now, but where would you say, and, and i I've all, And I haven't done many meditation podcasts per se, but I have felt that every one of my experts has come back to meditation when they talk about overall health, right? So for you, when you have people asking you, what are the benefits that they're going to be getting mm-hmm. that, that you see or that they will feel by simply mm-hmm. sitting or taking that yeah. breath? And yeah. what's the difference do you think between when you sit in silence or you sit with a guided? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's a very different experience.
0: I think, well, great questions, Leanne. I think they're really personal, right? So the experience that I'm going to have, you're not going to have, right? And it's, you know, I'd say the, if I was going to say umbrella, um, meditation, it helps you manage stress. It helps you sharpen focus, uh, reduces illness Uh, and overall health. My favorite thing is happiness There's, you know, if someone wants, there didn't used to be a lot of scientific research. Now there's an amazing amount of scientific research on the actual benefits of meditation. Um, Mood. Um, But it's one of those things where I think it depends where you are in your day or where you are in your life. Because, you know, some days you know, what I've learned, uh, I went to University of Toronto, I I took the Foundations of Mindfulness Meditation certificate course, and it was fascinating, there were five five courses um, for that first certification, and different instructors, you know, when you're learning about neuroscience, what happens to the brain is very fascinating, but, you know, with what meditation works is about, is it's keeping it simple. You can dig in and learn about the neuroscience if you want to go deep there, but I look at it where this might sound like a funny example, but in beverage alcohol, I worked in wine spirit and import beer. And if you're first buying a first bottle of wine, you're not going to go out and buy a thousand dollar bottle of Penfold's Grange. It's not going to happen unless you're, you know, just have a lot of money hanging around. You may go to the liquor store and purchase uh, or try at the sample when you walk in and It's one of those things that it's about trial and adoption. I want meditation and meditation works to make, to pique people's curiosity, to have them try something. I don't, I don't believe in forcing anybody to do anything. It's about coming to it. Like you said, people have asked you, but with digestible workable chunks, it's people when they experience, they'll feel what the difference is. And that's where in this past month and a half watching you know, the frontline healthcare workers experience those that have had experience meditating and those that have none. The common thread is a sense of ease I've seen on their face. And if me coming with the Meditation Works Mindstream gives them 10 minutes of pause as a thank you, it's all worth it because it's they're in there literally saving people's lives and our lives.
1: Okay. So, for the benefit of people not always having you know meditation works coming to their front door mm-hmm. at their work how do you suggest people in general find an outlet to be able to find 10 minutes because you're going to have hopefully you're going to have some great employers that are going to be like we want mm-hmm. to invest and bring this out and and have this available Yep. what can people be doing on their own to say mm-hmm. my boss ain't get I, there, there's no chance mm-hmm. this boss is, is bringing this in but i want to do this for myself yeah. where, where do you suggest people go or what do they do
0: well, our, our website is meditationworks.com. We've got free complimentary guided content. You can go in, check it out. There's actually so many um, people that actually offer complimentary guided content. However, it's about, you know, you making the decision that's important. Uh, I've had a client that I've been chatting with recently and she's like, I can't do this. And I said, Well, would you do it for one minute? And she's like, Yeah. And I said, Great. Because I look at it when I was a runner, I didn't start running 40k right away, you start with maybe two kilometers. Like start like with the crawl, walk, run philosophy. And so it doesn't seem so daunting um, or hard, because it shouldn't be hard and also should be enjoyable. So there's lots of guided content that people can access on the internet. On our site we have a how-to guide as well for you know, because you can do it sitting in your car or in the park, in your living room. As you said at Leanne, you do it before bed. Um, it's the fact of actually just taking that time and also I look at you and I had a, an appointment today at, at two o'clock. You were in my calendar. It's actually putting yourself on the agenda. That's what I have to do. I have to put myself on my own agenda because I can put everything else ahead of it, but you've got to actually, and 10 minutes isn't a lot of time, uh, but sometimes in it, certain days it is, but if you like put that 10 minutes on your calendar for you, That's just one tactic to, to try and and make it that a priority for yourself or attach it to brushing your teeth. Like that's another one I always find amusing, but it's true. Like it's, it's making it easy to start. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Right. Even the brushing your teeth, that's, that's your minute right there of, yeah, it's fine. I do take, make the appointment. I've always said that everyone needs to make an appointment every day for their own self care. And then I get a lot of people that, you know, maybe not so much now, but that I used to come under, that's really selfish. You know, you're being selfish by taking that time or uh, you're being selfish by going to the gym and not, you know, being there right at, at, after school when the kids get home, like there would be a number of different things that would pop up and it, and it's, it's so frustrating, but once people kind of live it, they realize that, that, that selfish hour gives back on so many other levels to Mm -hmm. everything else and the domino effect in, in everyone else's lives.
0: You're, well, you're much if, more
1: focused, you're much more giving, you have the energy, you're, you know, and it's like uh, out of the airplane, right? Who do you have to put, th- who gets the air mask, right? You got to put it well, on. That was exactly side. what I was
0: going to say. Well, that, yeah, because you and your yeah. flight. <laughs> well, no, but that's exactly it. Like, it's such a prof- simple and profound comment. Put your own oxygen mask on first. Like, it's, and, you know, people laugh it off, haha. but it's like, why do they say that when, it, when there could be an issue, like a big issue? It's because you're not going to be good for anyone else around you if you're not looking after yourself first and and that's the thing as I can imagine as I don't have children myself Leanne and it's like I think people that are parents and mothers in particular they have you know there's that guilt that it comes with it but you know when you actually do they're going to model what you do and if you are actually saying hey you know what I care about me and I'd say even say for myself, when you heard that aspect of self love, I, I used to think that sounded ridiculous. And I completely think differently now, because you have to look after yourself. Because if you don't, everything else falls to this wayside.
1: So we're getting people to take care of themselves. Some of them maybe eventually. And, you know, I try to keep my friends accountable when I talk to them about the journey that I've had with meditation. And I'm like, you, but you've got to give it time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're saying like, you know, you had these construction workers and you had these nurses and they came out and it was great. And it was this one time Mm -hmm. thing. But what and, and, you know, they'll might try it for a couple of days and then it it. Tends to oh I didn't get to it today I didn't get to it but what happens when there's the consistency what is it doing to the brain as you talked about the neuroscience behind it mm-hmm. like what is happening when you're able to stick with a consistent meditation practice
0: it's uh, well as I said I can only speak for myself but it makes things it makes life more manageable in the sense of there's an aspect for me I find of clarity um, of and when you slow things down and meditation it's like breath and focus you simply notice and that's the thing is there's that word equanimity right um it's a beautiful word where it's about mental calmness and there was an example that i heard with reaction because you can't it helps you be mindful of what you're reacting to and also understanding what you can't control so Uh, I did a a chat on the town hall at um, Unity Health. So that's St. Mike's Hospital, Providence and St. Joe's. And one of the nurses, it was amazing. She has a word of the day. And when I said equanimity, she put it on her face mask. And I explained it to them was, I have a cottage on Lake Simcoe. There's a lot of motorcycles that sometimes go by. So what equanimity, an example I said, is that you're walking down the road. You're enjoying the beautiful water. You're seeing the, what's happening in nature. It's great. And then a pack of Harley-Davidson's run, drives by you, right? Everyone knows that sound because it's like, I think it's a trademark sound somehow. It's loud. It, it's interrupting your peaceful walk. But really, what can you do about it? Nothing. It could startle you. It could make you angry. Or you could actually just notice it and say, this too shall pass. And that's something that I find in meditation. It helps you look at things from a different perspective of mental calmness and clarity. And that's just, that's something that's happened in my, in my journey. Um, But I think each person's a little bit different, but at the end of the day, it just like, it helps, helps me sleep better. Um, And, and it's, it's similar, as I said, when I used to run, it was that runner's guilt that I used to have. I actually now have meditation guilt. I'm like, I haven't like. It's like, oh, I haven't looked after myself today because I know taking that time feels good. There's no Fitbit that's going to tell me I feel good. I know it in myself. You talked about the body
1: scan. Mm-hmm. Can you take us really quickly through what that is?
0: Sure. So it's uh, it's to focus on section by section. Um, I actually I was uh, had it. I was interviewing a guide before our call today, and we did a five minute body scan. So uh, actually, it was interesting. So a lot of times when I go through body scan with different instructors, they talk about pretending or visualizing that you see a string um, coming under the top of your head and it's almost straightening your spine. But what she said today that was different is she said she pictured a light and and then she's like, what color of light is above you? And I thought, well, that was interesting because that it's something that makes you actually stop and focus on something that's happening in your own current situation or in your imagination. And then it's section by section going through each part of your body, being present with it, noticing. Sometimes with the body scan, uh, the ones I've done is a tightening exercise where you stiffen your hands, each section of your body section by section, and then your whole body to release. Um, But it's a very slow focus, from what I find works the best for me, but that's the aspect too with meditation. It's about what works for you. Um, taking it section by section of your body, um, reflective and timely and slow. And it's, and that's one of the things, is that something that you do yourself Leanne uh, at nighttime as body scan? Because it's- Like the, when I'm desperate for
1: sleep. Yeah, I have yeah. tried it. you know, like <laughs> if, if, you know, you get to the point where you know, sometimes you can put your head down and you're and you're you're exhausted, nice. you're out, right? And then you notice after like a couple, like after 10, 15 minutes, if you're still tossing and turning, something's not turning off, right? Yeah. So then I will try, try that. I know my husband, Tony, he'll do them. And I've tried it often with my youngest, Jamie. She has trouble going to sleep. And mm-hmm. so we've done the, you know slowly going up the body and so sometimes and I I find that it's it's also your mindset heading into it if you realize Mm -hmm. that you want it to work Mm -hmm. and you'll let your body go into it it's going to work and if you're going to fight it it's not right. And it's uh, a lot of it is, is mind over matter. Like what we're able to negatively tell ourselves or positively tell ourselves is going to necessarily be the outcome, you know, and, and speaking of kids, do you see this going to be as a benefit? Like how great would this be if this is something that's, you know, you're able to go into schools and like the possibilities for this are really endless for you once Mm -hmm. the world is up and running again.
0: Well, that's, I would love that. I would, so that was my, my focus was B2B initially but also too with kids, as I said, I, I learned it in high school. But you know, there's so many. There's I, I've done a, an exhaustive amount of reading and research of there is mindfulness and meditation being taught in schools right now, um, and it's interesting. Like um, actually, a girlfriend of mine who lives outside of Ottawa, uh, she was telling me about what her kids before. Obviously, they were being they were being taught meditation at school, which I thought was great. Um, I'm not sure if you heard of the the five finger breath work for children, um, before Leanne. And it's because with children, it's like how many time is an interesting aspect, but it's like breathing in, going, tracing your feet, your thumb, going down each finger, like going, breathe in, breathe out, and just taking it slow to regulate the nervous system, which is pretty neat. Wait, I'm doing it right now. I know.
1: Start at the top. And then it's, so it's breathe in. you,
0: You basically go up your thumb and you inhale and then go down your thumb, exhale and breathe up and then exhale, and you just do five fingers, and it's, I called my girlfriend, because um, there's a meditation instructor that's in Toronto here, her name's Cassidy, she's amazing, she owns Just Be, and she was part of a session with me last week, and she explained it to her. and I i was literally on the call <laughs> tracing my finger, so then I automatically want to call my friends with kids, I'm like, oh my goodness, this yeah, is great. I if, love if it, you're, yeah. Yeah, if your, you know, seven or eight year old is having a meltdown, she's like, okay, oh, we already do this with him, I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm telling them something new, but I think that's amazing that it's being introduced to kids to help them regulate their emotions. And I don't say self soothe, but you know, when because sometimes life is hard, and sometimes data. So it's just like teaching them. You know what? You will feel better if you take a breath.
1: So where do you see things going now? As I'm looking at, I'm looking at the time. You know, we are we're slowly coming out. We're heading into different phases. Where do you see this going for the company? More hospital visits, more businesses, until eventually you're back. I mean, in December. I mean, we're very aware of what happens here in Canada. Do you hope that by then you will have had people back in and flying first class into
0: a meditative mm. state? It's funny you say that, Liam, because it's one before uh, COVID nineteen. I was. I'm a list maker, planner like objectives, scratching them off. And what I think it's taught me personally is actually just being in the moment right now. It's been a big lesson for me per- like personally in really shifting how I approach things because I can only control right now. And I don't know what December is going to look like. I never planned to launch this live virtual series <sighs> like six months ago. That was never a plan. But it was funny when I was dealing with um, the people at Centennial, she said to me, she's like, do you have a live virtual offering? And that was like literally 10 days after March 16th. And I was dust. I was like basically head in my hands thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Because nobody's going to get on the Airstream. What? How can I reinvent this? Because I know the benefits to myself, you do. And I feel like it's going to be a constant evolution, but what I always wanted to do is create something that is customizable and can evolve based on what people need. And that's where, you know, the corporate offering that I'm working on, it's, it's talking to um, organizations and saying, hey, what are your people saying? Because the, the experience that we did last week was about resilience and motivation. Like, think about motivation. All these people, like thousands, tens of thousands of people that have never worked from home. I've worked from home the lion's share of my career. So it's not that piece of it isn't uncomfortable, but I know, you know, my sister, she's working from home and she's never worked from home and it's like ergonomically not having the proper chair originally. Some people are working at their kitchen table. So it's like creating right now, we're creating workshops, wellness workshops, mindful workshops for people that are in their, in their reality right now. And I just think that's always been a focus to me in my last life was Having um, a focus like what's the mission, the mission is mobile stress solutions, a purposeful pause. We come to you. That's at the core. But I think how we're going to deliver it will constantly change based on the demand of what's happening in the community and for people. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. I want to be able to be agile enough to be able to do that. And that's where what we've got right now It's like I had someone contact me because uh, their golf tournaments, company golf tournaments are cancelled and they they said, hey, what about doing a wellness day? So bringing the Airstream out, having some trainers and it's like, it's nothing that I planned, but it's so (laughs) exciting because I love creating something customized for an organization and for people based on what they're looking for.
1: I think you're going to have a lot of people incorporating some of this customization uh, for sure. And everyone's thinking outside the box. Everyone is pivoting, right? So they're doing it at the same time as you are. People can find more information where. If they're looking, you know, you can get on a road, right? It drives. Mm, It it goes anywhere. Yep. I've had hospitals
0: in Ottawa call me. We we travel. Meditationworks.com.
1: Perfect. So meditationworks.com, all the information there's, as I saw on the website, there's some guided meditations already there. So if you're just even keen or interested in, and want to be able to hear what some of these sound like, that's available on the website also. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's the best place people could go. I I'm excited. I think I will eventually see you here in the city. <laughs>
0: I think you might. I, I have a place to stay. <laughs>
1: I'll come and hang out in the backyard there over there. Um, so this is fantastic. I think the growth of this and the concept is really something people appreciate. I even looking at uh, what I did see of of people experiencing this, it's, it's really beautiful to see. And congratulations. I mean, look at both of us, right? You figure it out and you feel like a different person in, in, in so many different ways. So what would you say to... A woman in her 40s who has this career and this everything and everyone's just like oh she's got it all and she's kind of crumbling inside what would you say
0: be happy like it's pretty you've got one life that was actually something my dad has said to me a couple times and he's not one to give advice uh, two pretty major uh, shifts in my life he said to me are you happy and Both times I didn't want to admit that I wasn't because who wants to admit that? And he said to me, class, he just said, you know, you've got one life to live. And I just, you know, you look back, you listen to the stories of what people say when that they're at, you know, their end of their life and regrets. And I just didn't want to live a life of regret because this idea had been, you know, like brewing for years. And I didn't want to look back and one of my best friends, actually it was pretty funny, she was at my house in May when I came back from Europe and I said, I've got this idea. I normally can tell her face. We've been friends for almost 30 years. And I said, uh, this is what I wanna do. And she says, "A mobile. And she just looked at me, I thought she thought I'd lost my mind. She said, you know, you wanna launch a mobile meditation studio? And I said, yes. I said, I want to do this. I described it and I finally said, can you please just say something because you're you not saying anything she's like she goes you better figure this out she goes because you will be so upset if you see someone's done it first and she's like I've never I haven't seen you this excited in years and it was just to be passionate and excited and ignited and and to bounce out of bed every day as I said I haven't I resigned July 2019 but I'm so excited to bring this to life because I can see the, I know how it makes me feel but I also can I also see how it makes other people feel and I just think if I'm not obviously you've got to it wasn't a snap decision and you've got to be you know plan things out with financially and your family but you don't want to regret things later and I think if you can figure it out do it in digestible chunks but do something if it if you're passionate about
1: it I love that digestible chunks that's going to be yeah. my word today. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Tracy, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for being the guest. Once again, meditationworks.com. want to thank everyone for tuning in. That's another episode of Living Your Life with Leanne Lang. Please continue to share and like and comment and let others know that the podcast is out there. Some great content as we continue to move forward throughout the last couple of months. Tracy, thanks again. Thanks to everyone. Have a great day. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, Anyone can be a Cash Kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.